I can stack them hundreds to the roof. I ain't stopping till they stack to the moon. Without me, my family wouldn't have food. Anybody go against me, gotta lose. Yo, 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 what's up? It's Andy, this is the MFCEO Project, I'm your host, and it's Andy, and I don't even know the intro, but we're just going to roll with this anyway, because I don't really give a fuck today. You know why I don't give a fuck today? Because I am fed up with motherfuckers, okay? I better, le- I better leave then. <laughs> yeah, I know, because you like <laughs> to fuck the mothers, but here's the deal, man. This is a personal development podcast. I want you to understand something real clear. What we talk about here, we'll cover two basic things. One, it will cover your mindset. It will cover cover how to think, how to act, how to utilize your mental capacity, if you have any, to your benefit so that you can become successful. All right? That is not motivation. That is not rah, rah, rah. I could give a fuck less about you being motivated. If you can look at your bank account and not be fucking motivated to do better, then you should be hosting the podcast, not me. All right? And the second thing that we're going to cover here is practical business application. We are going to talk about practical shit that you can do to improve what you're doing, whether you be an employee, whether you be a manager, whether you be a CEO or an owner. You're going to learn things here that are going to make you better. Now, while... I might deliver content in a way that's motivational. I am not a fucking motivator. You will never hear me get up in front of people at a live event and rah, rah, rah them so that they walk out and feel good for five fucking minutes. That's not how I look at things. I look at things like this. Somebody who is coming to see me, somebody who is investing their time in listening to my voice right now like you are, deserves shit they can use. They deserve things that will make them better. Anybody can go, rah, 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 you can fucking do it. Not many can teach you how to do it. So don't get fucking twisted. I'm not a motivator. I'm a teacher. And that's how you should look at what we talk about, even when we talk about mindset. Because here's the truth, guys. We could give you the X's and O's in real world scenarios, what to do, what not to do. And those are helpful. But I'm going to tell you the biggest thing that holds you back and holds most people back is how they think. And while you may think that's not important and you might think that that's not practical, that is the most practical shit that we're going to talk about. I'm not going to fill your mind with endless fucking buzzwords and hot words and try to talk above you so that I sound fucking smart like other people do. Okay. I'm not going to consistently pitch you my fucking university. And yeah, I do have a fucking academy getting launched, but I'm not worried about consistently pitching you. You know why? Because I don't fucking have to. Because you know, and I know, that I'm one of maybe fucking three or four motherfuckers on the fucking planet that are in this space that have actually built real companies, who are actually building companies, who have built successful multi-million dollar brands pre and post social media, And if you listen to the podcast for any amount of time, you know that I teach you how to do that as well. So what the Academy is for is for people that want more in-depth knowledge. They want step-by-step-by-step-by-step how to do shit, all right? That's why we're launching it. So with that being said, I do this for free. If you could pull all you need to know out of this for free, fucking awesome. 
You definitely don't need the academy. You definitely don't need to buy the academy. I don't need to jam it down your fucking throat. Certain people want and need more in-depth instruction. That's why I built the academy. All right? So I'm not going to be a fucking douchebag and sit here and tell you that everything's, you know, you got to do this or you're going to fucking fail because you won't. You might be able to pull what you need to pull from this and go out and be very successful. But I do this shit for free, guys, because I care. I do this shit for free because I realize that I've been very fortunate in my life. And you know what? When I was broke and when I was fucking, you know, nobody and nothing and nobody knew who the fuck I was, I used to lay in bed at night and pray that one day I would be successful. And and what I did when I prayed is I fucking said, you know what, God, if you make me successful, if you help me be successful, I promise you I'll do good with it. And you know what? He did his part. So I'm trying to fucking do my part. And that's the reality. I don't say that very much. I've said it in some other people's podcasts. But, you know, whether you believe or don't believe or whatever, you know what? I'm fulfilling an obligation that I fucking made because I believe in standing behind what I say. So that's that. Now, we do do this for free. We put a lot of time and effort into this for free. I would appreciate if you shared the podcast with someone that isn't currently listening. That's all I ask. I don't ask for your fucking credit card info. I don't ask for you to fucking uh, do a bunch of extra stuff for us. I ask you to do something very simple. When the conversation of success comes up, I ask that you mention me. And that's it. This movement grows organically. I'm not like the Gary Vaynerchuks or the Ty Lopez's or the other people on this fucking, uh, in this space that are spending, you know, all kinds of money to advertise their shit all over the place. I don't spend any money. This is all organic. And the fact that we've been able to maintain a high-ranked podcast for almost three years now with no fucking outside advertising says a lot. It says a lot about the content. It says a lot about you guys. And I appreciate you guys for that. But the reality is, is that the longer that we stay um, as the MFCEO project, the harder it is for us to stay ranked. Because iTunes and the way that um, these other platforms rank you is based upon how many new subscribers you get and how many reviews you get okay so as we grow and we reach critical mass where we have you know multi-million dollar download multi-millions of downloads a month we get in a situation where it becomes harder than it does for the easy guy now everybody else you'll notice they change the name of their podcast like once a year the reason they do this is because they resubmit their podcast and they make all their people go subscribe to that podcast and it beats the algorithm I don't want to beat the algorithm. I just want to be the fucking best. And for us to be the best and for us to keep moving and for us to keep doing what we're doing, guess what? We all got to do our parts. So I'll do my part by providing you the best possible content I can. And I would appreciate if you would do your part by doing everything you can to bring people into the movement. This is a movement, make no mistake. Okay. Our society is failing. Our parenting strategies are failing. The reality of what people know by the time they graduate college is far, far, far more misconstrued than it's ever been. And it's up to someone to tell the truth about what business really is and what entrepreneurship really is. And never has there been a time of more knowledge available for free, but also never has there been a time of more fake motherfuckers showing people fake ideas of success than there is now. And guys, I want to be the light for you guys to show you what reality is. I'm tired of the fakeness, 
I'm tired of the fake fucking rented cars and the fake rented jet and the fake mansions and this, that, and the other telling people they can get rich in 12 months. 19-year-old motherfuckers trying to life coach people. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Okay? I've been in the trenches for nearly 20 fucking years and I still come to battle every fucking day. I built companies pre-social and post-social. Okay? Nine-figure companies. All right? Nobody else out there has done that. Not one other person. So guys, I appreciate you. I love you guys. Let's expand what we're doing. You do your part. I'll do my part and we'll win this shit together. All right. With that being said, if you're new today, we usually do practical application technique based podcasts. On Thursday, we will do mindset podcasts. I'm going to stop calling a motivation because they aren't fucking motivation. They're still practical. They're just mindset, all right? So, as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Vaughn, the pastor of disaster, DJ, DJ God, Vanilla Ice, many, many, many other names, which I can't even mention on the air. What's going on, my man? Good, man. You know, as you were talking, I was thinking about... Something that I read recently that talked about how because of social media and because of the internet and because of all of the platforms that we have now where we can provide filters and we can have, you know, glitz and glamour, that people have just a huge, huge hunger for authenticity. They have a huge hunger for realness and for people shooting it straight. And I came across and I just, I mean, I literally laughed out loud. I came across some posts where basically people were saying like, what are strategies of authenticity? Dude. Like, are you serious? Well, strategies, how about be authentic? Yeah. Like be your real here's self. Here's the truth. Either A, most people have no idea how to do that because they've sheltered themselves and their opinions and they've offered information based around what they think the response will be their entire life, or they don't believe that they're interesting enough. And those two things hold people back from ever developing their authentic self, right? Most people want to be authentic, but they don't know how to develop it. And being authentic is developing yourself. It's not something that you're just like, oh, yeah, I developed this great personality. You know, when Charlie was on the podcast, he talked about deciding to be something. And that's what people don't do. You know what I mean? They think that, you know, oh, well, this guy or that guy or this celebrity or that. Do you think The Rock didn't decide who the fuck he was going to be? Like, that's a character. That's The Rock. But I bet you that The Rock is the same motherfucker very similar parallel character to who Dwayne Johnson is, right? Otherwise, it wouldn't work. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's about making a decision, man. It's about understanding that you're going to resonate with people when you figure out who you are and communicate along those lines. But, dude, so many people are afraid of the pushback and afraid of the, the, um, the, the rejection that they don't even do it, man. You know what I mean? And like, why? Like, why? Why? Because you're afraid that people who are never going to do a fucking thing in their entire life are going to make fun of you? I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. Right. You know? Right. I. It's just, it's amazing. People People can fabricate the money. They can buy the, the movie money. They can rent the cars. They can do everything to fabricate the appearance of success. But they can't fabricate real experience. Dude, what's which is funny what you too have that, and what you've put into play with the MFCO project. Well, dude, you know, it's it's a little annoying to me, right? Like yeah. <clears throat> I had a comment yesterday who's a guy was like, 
does this guy actually have any good info to put out? Or does, I saw that. Or does he just uh, give you rah-rah talks? Motherfucker, I'm giving out more fucking info than fucking anybody. Yeah. Than f- anybody. I don't care who they are, how big they are, how many fucking followers they have. I am fucking destroying everybody when it comes to putting out practical, real content. What was crazy about that guy is that he would have actually spent less time just Googling your name than typing out that post. Had he Googled your name, like actually put in the effort to Google your name, he would have seen... Dude, the problem is this, man. We got too many fucking fakers out there. Yeah. You know, like I don't even blame that guy for thinking that. You know, we got a lot of people who could talk a really good game who've never done a fucking thing. I mean, a lot. They way out, it far outweighs the people who've actually done shit. Very true. You know what I mean? And I'm not even fucking, like, dude, compared to like, compared to like some of these other dudes out there, they're like big bit, like these, like I'm nothing, dude. But you know what? I came from fucking nothing too. I didn't start with fucking millions of dollars and this and that. I started with zero, which is where most of the people who listen to this podcast start. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude, we're in the fucking nine figures. But the reality is, is I want to be in 10 figures. You know, so I realize we haven't done much, but the, the the truth of it is, is that getting someone from zero to seven figures is the hardest fucking part, or zero to eight figures. That's the fucking hard part. That's the shit that you got to know. That's the shit that the people who are listening to this need to understand. And, um, you know, during that process, you're going to gain a lot of experience, and that experience will help you make decisions when you get to eight figures about how to get to nine and ten figures. I'm a firm believer that most entrepreneurs... Um, can do really, really well. They could do really well. But the problem is, is that like when they're starting out, they're seeing all this fucking fake shit. They're seeing like, you know, these motherfuckers out there with, dude, it's just, I'm just so sick of the fucking bullshit, man. Like about once you. a year I go through this where I'm just like, you know what? Like I text Dan Fleischman today. I'm like, dude, this is fucking stupid. Like, why the fuck do I even do this? You know what I mean? Like I don't fucking need the money to do it. it you know, whatever money we make on the Academy, I don't fucking need that. You know what I mean? Like all I I don't I don't need to do any of it. Like I'm doing well, I'm doing great. I could just concentrate on my business and I'd probably make a lot more fucking money. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's but just to me that I mean, dude, to me that's exactly the reason why you should be doing what you should be doing or what you're doing because if you look at the history, a lot of people who are kind of called for a key moment in history, they didn't really want to. They just wanted to live their life and do their thing. But history kind of pulled him out and said, no, we need you to do this. And I, I feel like that's where you're at, man. I don't know, man. Like, dude, all I know is this. is like, I'm fucking fed up with, like, fake shit. You know what I mean? And I'm fed up with dumb fucking kids. Like, if you're a dumb fucking kid that thinks you're going to buy a fucking program for fucking $999 and you're going to be rich in fucking six months, dude, get the fuck off my page. Right. You know, like, dude, I'm just fucking tired of it. Like, just means you don't want to work for it. Dude, I'm just sick of that attitude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, dude, I come in, I fucking love going to fucking work. I love going to fucking battle. And as, even the days I hate it, you know, when I look back and I see the challenge that I've gone through and I see the things that I've, uh, that I've, you know, had to overcome, dude, I, I'm thankful for that. And like, dude, these motherfuckers just want the end result. They just want, like, they want the money or they want the car or they want this or that. And, you know, the truth of it is, is that that shit is pretty cool, right? I'm not going to sit here and be like, it doesn't matter. It's fucking cool. But it's really, it's really like not any, it's not 
when you get some of that stuff, it's just not that cool. Like it's not as cool as it was. You know what I mean? Like what's more cool is like building shit with people that you care about and seeing them succeed. And like, you know, I don't see any fucking, and, and, and here's the, here's the, uh, the, the paradox of that, right? The people who love building shit are the ones that become wealthy. You know what I mean? The people who love building brands or building products or, or helping people uh, build careers, those are the ones that make money. The ones that make money never fucking make money. The ones that want to make money, they never make money. I, one know? of the best things I, f- I feel like you've ever said, it was a while ago, and you've probably repeated it a couple times, but if your sole motivation is to make money, then once you get a pretty decent amount of money, you'll just peter out, basically. Yeah. I mean, right. you'll just find out that that's you'll that's lose not your edge. Be, yeah, it's not going to be something that will sustain. Yeah, I you. told my guys this morning in our meeting, I want to fucking win. Like, I, I, it's not even about the money at this point. I want to fucking win. Like, it's about winning, you know. And a lot of people don't understand that, but that's where I come from with everything, you know. And I, like, dude, I'm so fucking tired of hearing these fucking people use buzzwords, use buzzwords, and fucking, uh, um you know, talk over people to seem like they're smart and all this fucking shit, dude. Like this, this is not rocket science. You know what I mean? And people make it more complicated because a, they want to fucking sound cool and smart and smarter than you because their fucking ego needs it. Or B, they, they want to sell you something, you know? And like, this isn't fucking hard. This isn't, this isn't something that, I mean, yes, it's hard, but it's simple. Right. You know? Simple. Right. Simple simple principles applied yes. with Herculean effort. And like, dude, what's what's what irritates me about the state of like the entrepreneurial space right now is that you have all these people who all claim to have the answers. And the truth is is fucking ninety eight percent of them are fake. You know what I mean? Ninety eight percent of them are making their money by selling you shit to tell you how to get rich when they ever never use the shit they're selling you. Right. It's fucking it's stupid. They're 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 actually making money selling courses about how to make money yeah which, which uh, you know people think dude, about that's that. why i don't that's why i like i have reservations about even doing the academy because like i don't even fucking i don't need the money and i don't care about i don't care about uh about what we're doing there in terms of a business proposition but i feel like there's an obligation to do it because people there's so much there's not anything out there for a real entrepreneur you know what I mean? There's not anything out there that teaches you the real shit of how to run a fucking business. You know why? Because none of the motherfuckers selling shit ever ran a real business. Right. That's why. Right. You know, there's all these quick things like, oh, here, open up this Amazon store or start a digital media fucking agency. That shit is not a brand. That's not going to sustain you your entire life. Right. You know, that's like giving a man a fish versus teaching him to fish. Isn't that a fucking Bible thing? I mean, it's a principle supported by the Bible, but it's not. That's not a verse in the Bible. No, is it? Are uh, you sure? No. How do you know? Because I've got every verse memorized. Do you really? In three or four different languages. You're fucking liar. <laughs> you liar. No, but I, I actually, know, dude, I actually having, think, I actually having, think that's a Chinese proverb or something. I'm just having one of those days, man, where I just yeah. like, it's like fuck everyone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. dude, why the fuck do I even do this? <laughs> you know, like I feel like I'm discrediting myself by by doing what I do because I'm getting thrown in with these fucking retards, you know? Yeah. I don't know, dude. Well, a lot of people don't see the stress that it puts upon you either. Like, they don't see that behind-the-scenes shit, you know, of all the effort that you put into the academy, your social media, all the content Fuck, that you dude, put- you know what? If I didn't do any of that shit, I'd be on vacation all day. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But they don't it see true. that. And- Fuck, dude. It is true. All- like, what would, what would you like, do if you didn't do all this stuff? I worked this hard to get to a point where I don't have to do yeah. much, and now I'm just doing it all over again. For what? Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. 
Well, what are we going to talk about today? Dude, you know what's something that, uh, that annoys me that people say that I think confuses the fuck out of people? Gary says this all the fucking time. And I've, I've said something to him about it, too. But, like, every, you know how, like, Gary says shit and then other people just jump on it and start right. saying it, too. Like, I love Gary. You know, I don't agree with everything he says. Everybody knows that. But one thing he says that I wish would be expanded upon um, is this. Call in on your strengths. Fuck your weaknesses, right? People don't know what the fuck that means. Right. And I get more questions about that than I think any other thing out there besides the relationship thing where people are like, oh, my girlfriend doesn't support me. Fuck your girlfriend. Right. You know what I mean? That's a simple answer to that. So let's address this one too. You know, and in fairness, some of our, our our great guests have said things similar, but I think people then assume they don't know the context in which the guest is saying that, and so they they that's what I'm they apply it across the board, right? right. Yeah. And like the truth is, is that some of your weaknesses, guess what? You're going to have to be at least functional to fucking operate, right? You know, and that's the part that people forget. They're like, "Oh, dude, all right, fuck everything. Well, what am I good at? I'm good at Call of Duty, so I'll be Call of Duty, man, dude." That's not what that means. You know right. what I mean? We're talking about actual skills. We're talking about entrepreneurial skills, right? Like for me, for example, I have Tyler. I don't know anything about fucking video editing. You know what I mean? Right. But you know what I do know? I know how a video should look and I know how it should feel. So while I don't know how to sit at the computer and fucking edit this motherfucker up, I know what I know enough to know how it should be. Right, right. Right. So we work together to solve that. Now, is that a weakness of mine? Absolutely. Do I just fucking abandon it and like let these guys run and create my brand on their own? No. You see what I mean? Right. Well, that would be a question that be a nice question to start with. So how how do you categorize the weaknesses that you have to deal with and the ones that you can kind of like how do you think of it? How do you, like if somebody's thinking, okay, I'm going to put all my weakness together and I'm going to categorize them or organize them and figure out what to do about this one and maybe to maybe say, ah, oh, this one's not that big a deal. Like how do you do that? How do you personally evaluate it? How do you evaluate it in your staff? I think, dude, this is as funny as it sounds. I kind of think of it as like being in battle, right? Mm-hmm. Like in battle, guess what? You're going to get fucking hurt, right? And there's going to be two kinds of hurts. There's going to be uh, a flesh wound, and that's going to be a wound that, like, yeah, you're bleeding a little bit, but you're going to be okay. And then there's going to be a mortal wound, right? And that's going to be like, dude, if you don't fucking, if you don't pay attention to it, you're going to fucking die. Okay. Hmm. So when I think of like business, I kind of think of it like that. Like, dude, um, if I'm bleeding out a little bit and I'm 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 functional at something, like I understand, like that, you know what? I don't necessarily need to pay attention to that so much. I could kind of let that go, right? I prioritize it as low priority. Uh, you know, the mortal wound, like let's say, for example, if I didn't know how to read my fucking accounting statements or I didn't know how to op- uh, understand what cash flow was, guess what? We'd be out of business in a week. Right. Okay. Now, when I started in a business, I didn't know anything about accounting. I didn't know how to read a financial sheet. I didn't know how to read uh, a profit and loss or, or any of the uh, forms that come with accounting. But you know what? I knew that if I didn't understand it and didn't teach myself understand, I would make less money, right? And now we have a system in, in our company that I can look at in five seconds. I call it the daily update. I can look at it five seconds, make decisions about our cash flow, make decisions about our profitability, make decisions 
to me, it's like the matrix, right? It's like all these little numbers that don't mean shit to anybody else. But to me, I know what we need to do. And that took years to develop. But that's something that if I didn't develop and if I had just said, well, that's not my fucking, that's my weakness. Fuck accounting. Guess what? You'll be fucking dead. Right. Right. So you have to, you have to understand in business, like what will kill you if you don't understand it and what won't hurt you that bad. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And what's going to kill you, you need to learn. You need to learn how to do it. And you need to learn how to do it at least at a functional level. Stuff that's like not that bad. You know what I'm saying? That's where you bring somebody in to, to help you with that. That's where you bring someone in to do that job. Now, you also bring someone in on the mortal wound, on the fucking big deal shit, but you work with that person hand in hand. Like, for example, I just said our branding. That's a big fucking deal. Yeah. Like, if our, like our branding... For first form, our branding for everything that we do, that's a direct collaboration. People people always act like I'm. they're surprised whenever they find out that I'm involved with that. Look, dude, that's a big deal. Our branding is how comp- how people see us. So I have to be involved in that. And that if I don't if I just let that go and let that run off with some graphic designer somewhere, I mean, dude, it's we're we're not even really branding. We're just right. throwing shit out there, you know? What in your mind for most businesses is an example of a flesh wound, of something that's more of just an annoyance? Oh, man. That for most people, they could say, all right, it's not a big deal if you're bad at this. You could maybe farm it Dude, out. Dude, I think, like, for example, like coding your website. Okay. All right. Like, you don't need to fucking know how to code. There's a trillion people out there that know how to code. And other guys will argue this. Well, you need to know how to code. No, you fucking don't. There's a trillion people out there that know how to code. There's a trillion people out there that not only know how to code, but will code for money. All right. Things like that. Like that would be where your time wouldn't be spent wisely. Like if I were to sit down and try to code our website, it costs us a million times more than what the fuck it would cost me to pay someone else. Yeah. And even in the beginning, it's about that. Like, dude, in the beginning, if you're going to try to learn how to code, well, your your business thrives on sales. So I would argue like in the beginning, if you're fucking, you know, just starting up, your efforts should be towards building sales and building the brand, not towards trying to, you know, do the technical shit of, of uh, you know, coding a website. Right. I, I think this is something that holds up a lot of potential entrepreneurs from even getting started. Well, yeah, they look they, at their weaknesses and they're like, fuck, I can't do that. So how am I supposed to run a business? Right, because they think they need to do everything. Yeah. And that's where, like, whenever Gary or any of these other guys say, go all in on your strengths, that's what they're saying. They're, they're saying, look, you could supplement your weaknesses with other people. Okay? And that's the truth. You have to. Like, dude, my job as a CEO is not to know how to do everything the best. It's about how to put the best people around me and recognize the best work. And that's what... Dean Graziosi was referring to when he said, uh, eliminate, what is a eliminate, delegate, or automate. Didn't he say something like that where he said, like, if, if, if there's something you're just not good at, rather than obsess about it, rather than invest all this time and energy into, into trying to move the dial a little bit and get a little bit better, what you really should do on, on stuff that's not like a mortal wound, if it's just like a flesh wound, if it's something you can afford to not be good at, just farm it out. Well, yeah, I, and you he, have I to think be, he used those free, three yeah, terms. Yeah, you've got to be involved in it, right, dude? You've got to know enough to figure out what the problem is. And you can only do that by asking yourself a bunch of questions. You know, why do I get defensive from feedback? Is it because I don't trust my managers? Why don't you trust your managers? Well, you hired them. You know, yeah, I know, but they aren't competent. You have all these little conversations with yourself about, 
you know, trying to figure out what, what the problem is. And then once you figure it out and have it identified, then you could figure out what needs to be done. But so many people, dude, this comes down to also taking accountability because they will point the finger and be like, the manager suck. The right. fucking web coder sucks. The, the graphic design sucks. Well, dude, if everything sucks around you, guess what? You, you suck, suck, you know, right. and that's what you have to say. Like, you know, I've had issues where, you know, we've been on a losing streak in our company. Like people think we always win. We're not, we don't always win. There's times where we've gone fucking two years straight where we've lost, you know, and you know what? It's easy for me to sit around and say, Hey, it's all these motherfuckers, blah, blah, blah. But you know what I end up finding out almost every time something like that happens? It's me. I'm the one that took my eye off the ball. I'm the one that didn't identify the real problem. You know, I look at people and I say, and we all have a tendency to say, that guy's fucking lazy. That guy doesn't work or that guy doesn't do his job. You know what the truth of it is? Is that most people inherently want to win. Most people inherently want to do good. They want to earn more money. They want to progress. So why aren't they? Well, the truth is, it's usually because they don't know how. And so it's not that they're lazy. It's not that they're being, uh, you know, deceitful. It's not that they're being unmotivated. It's that they don't understand how. You know, I use this analogy with my team all the time. It's like washing a car, right? If you take a bucket out and then you take a sponge and you take a hose and you go spray your car down and then you take water out of the bucket with the sponge and wipe the car all over, you know, and then dry it off, what's the car going to look like? It's going to look like shit. Yeah. Okay. The biggest difference that you could have done that would have produced a hundred percent different results would be the 2% it took to squirt the soap into the fucking bucket. And that's usually the technique that, you know, there there's, there's things about what people do. It may look like from the outside, they're doing their job and they probably feel like they're doing their job. But the truth of it is, it's that 2% they're missing. And guess what? That's frustrating to them too. Not just you. It's frustrating for them to swing an axe all day long at a fucking big ass tree and have the blade be dull and just be tiring themselves out over and over and over again. That's fucking frustrating. That creates poor culture. It creates bad uh, retention. It creates a negative opinion of the company. People lose belief. They say, well, I'm doing exactly as I'm told and I'm not winning. It's probably not true. They probably feel they're doing exactly as they're told, but they're probably not. And your responsibility as a manager or CEO when things are in that situation is to really dig deep and identify the problem by asking yourself a lot of questions and letting them have the benefit of the doubt. Instead of saying they're lazy or they're fucking this or they're that and pointing the finger, assume that they have good intentions and then it's easier to identify what the real problem could be. You get get what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So the way, I mean, putting it in the parlance we're talking about, you're saying, like when you said you you discovered the problem was with you, okay? So basically you're saying you had to go back and say, there's some weakness that is, to use your analogy, the gaping wound, the mortal wound. Right, right. And I have to go back through a process of asking questions and figure out what's that weakness that I need to deal with, I need to bandage or whatever that's right and then then that corrects things yes and then and but most people in a leadership position but this but it starts with asking yourself asking though, yourself the question instead of pointing fingers right right so it's easy to point fingers because you want to blame it on everybody else 
You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. But the truth is, is, is it's usually not them. It's usually you. It's right. usually something that you're dropping the ball on. I always talk about, um, I have an analogy that I use. I don't know if I've ever talked about it on the podcast, but with an axe, all right? You have an axe, and the axe takes, uh, you know, it takes four components for it to work, all right? Number one, it's got to take effort. An axe doesn't fucking do shit if it's laying on the ground, all right? You got to pick it up, and you got to swing it, and you got to swing it fucking hard, all right? Number two, the axe takes consistency, all right? Consistency. You got to hit in the same spot over and over and over and over again, right? You've got to fucking, if you go up and down the tree all over the place, you're not going to get very far, okay? Third thing, the axe takes self-awareness, all right? What does that mean? That means sharpen your blade. That means be able to self-evaluate. Be able to look at what you're, the work you're doing. And even though you feel like you're doing everything right, if you're not getting the result, your axe is probably not sharp, all right? And the fourth thing it axe takes is patience. If you've got a big fucking tree, doesn't matter how hard you swing, doesn't matter how consistent you are, doesn't matter how sharp the blade is, guess what? It's going to take time, okay? And that's what we're talking about when we talk about, you know, getting everybody on the right page. And we talk about, you know, going all in on your strengths. Because going all in on your strengths is about really conducting a symphony of a number of people in your organization. You might have two people, you might have 2,000 people. It's about conducting a symphony and it's about getting people to do their best work in the best position possible for them, right? So Good to Great, there's a book, Good to Great. Good to Great is a great book. It's all about this concept and they use the analogy of this. Putting people, you have 100 people on the bus, it's about getting people in the right seats on the bus, Okay, and and dude, I think a lot of companies fail because the people who are in charge look at their people as all the same, right? They blanket them like they're just fucking labor, and that's not the case, man. That guy that you might have packing boxes in the back probably has a skill that you need. It's your job as the it's it's a twofold job. It's his job to display that skill. It's your job to recognize that skill. Right. It's interesting that you brought up good to great because that's that's exactly where I was going to take you from. You were talking about identifying your own weaknesses, and then that then transit transitions into how do you hey, set man, up? We've been doing this for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know we're getting good at it. But but my, you're basically then that transitions into how do you how do you manage your people to where you actually mitigate their weaknesses or we'll say protect them from their own weaknesses so that they can succeed. And there's probably some principles in good to great, but what, what have you learned about identifying the weaknesses in your, in your employees, your team members? Here's the reality. This motherfucker sitting right here can make a great video. He can make a great video. He does a lot of great shit. Okay. Tyler is not very organized all the time. All right. Is he getting better? Absolutely. Way better. But I know where he's strong, and I know where he's weak. And if I just looked at him as blanket talent and say, dude, this guy should be able to know this and also run a team and not invest my time into teaching him how to run a team, because here's the reality. We're talking about two different fucking skill sets. We're talking about leadership and management, and we're talking about a specialized skill of creating content. Mm -hmm. If you want to create success in your company, you have to learn to recognize what people can bring to the table. Now, I have no doubts that he'll eventually become an amazing leader. That's why I'm allowing him to run the team that we have. But 
I'm also aware that that's going to take a number of conversations and probably a few years for me and him to get on the same page with that. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So going even deeper than that, though, in order for you to even know what you just said, you actually have to be paying attention to your well, to your team, dude. I mean, that's the. But dif- I mean that. I mean that's the difference. That's between crazy people. that people don't realize that, dude. I get asked that all the time. Why do you have such a great culture? Why do you? Because I invest in my culture. I invest in my people. I listen to what they say. I try to recognize. And you know what it really comes down to, man? It comes down to caring about them. You know what I mean? I meet so many business people that ask me questions. And, dude, you could just tell by the way they ask shit. They don't give a fuck about their team. You know what I mean? It's right. all about them. Right. It's about how much money they could skim off the fucking top for themselves and their fucking family and fuck everybody else. And if that's your attitude, guess what? You will never fucking have a great culture. It'll never happen. Your employees will hate you. You'll have the corniest culture in the world. You know, when it's somebody's birthday, you'll have the fucking cake and ice cream in the kitchen, and you'll think that's culture. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you're, you know... Like everybody else listening, how their company is. You'll never have people that will fucking, you know, have each other's backs and take care of each other and help each other. You're not going to have the kind of culture that when somebody has to move, 15 fucking people show up to help. You ain't going to have it. Right. You know what I mean? And you could fake it all you want, but dude, it really starts with you actually giving a shit about the people that are around you. And why wouldn't you give a shit about the people that are around you? Those people are the ones that fucking help you succeed in business. You can't do it alone. Your fucking ego is out of control if you think you can do it alone. Like, a lot of people talk shit on Obama because he said that that one time. Right. He said, uh, you, you didn't, didn't build, build that, yeah. you know? And, like, dude, I'm, I was never a huge Obama fan. I fucking respect his ability to speak. There's things about him I liked. I obviously d- didn't ever agree with his economic policies and, and some of his uh, social policies. Um et cetera, et cetera. But the truth of the matter is, is that dude, when he said that he got fucking roasted and you know what? He was right because right. no fucking empire, no great company that wins nothing, nothing out there. That's great. was built by one person just wasn't. Absolutely. And you know, some of these business owners who like to kick their feet up on their desk and say, I'm the fucking boss, go do what the fuck you're told that hurt their feelings. You know what I'm saying? What are you talking about? These perp, you know what? Yeah, these guys around here, all these dudes you see running around the warehouse and the office, they weren't there for the first fucking seven, eight, nine years I was there. That's part of the deal. But for me to get there from where I was to where we are, guess what? I had to make an investment in them. You know, when I brought on Jason, my right hand guy who kills it now, okay, and he's going to continue to kill it more and more and more and more. I had to pay him more than I was getting paid. And people aren't willing to do that, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're not willing to. Invest. I think that's the biggest thing that small business owners, the reason they get caught up in being small business, and that's all they'll ever be, is A, they don't care about their employees. B, they don't understand that employees are an investment. They will produce a return. I get people that ask me this all the time in DMs. How do you know when to hire an employee before you fucking need them? Right. Right. Like for me, like if I have a store and it just opened and the store gets to X amount of dollars, I know to get to the next level, like we have three phases, right? Small, medium, large. I know for me to get to a medium sized store, I have to add the extra guys on the floor before we get to medium because like I have to do it when we're at like a high, small level. Right. Because if I wait, we'll never get to medium. Right. So the money is an investment, even though I'm not getting a return on it right away. 
a year from now is where I get the return. And people don't understand that. They look at employees, they look at marketing, they look at ads, they look at all the shit as an expense as opposed to an investment. And, and, and that's what kills a lot of people, man. You know, they're just not looking at it the right way. You know, you know what's also cool is something I think a lot of people don't think about is, you know, it's a little bit of forward thinking. It's about when you're getting ready to tell your story on where you came from. It's always, it's always more fun when you have someone else that you shared that with. Yeah. You know, like whether it be team members or your business partner, Chris. Well, let's be real, dude. If I, if I didn't have people to witness my story, people would think I was full of shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's true. So like, dude, we have people to say that they're like, Oh dude, you know, your fucking dad gave you all this money and this and that bull fucking shit he did. We've had him on the fucking podcast. He fucking said it himself. Right. You know what I'm saying? And if people aren't from St. Louis, St. Louis is like a big, small town. Yeah. And just everybody knows everybody. So it's kind of hard to lie about things. Ah, dude. People, it is people, what it is. Listen, yeah, man. It is. People look for every fucking reason as to why you are and why they aren't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, that's, that's great. And it's uh, it's sad. Yeah. You know, it's unfortunate. But here's the truth. Like, I talked about being frustrated with the podcast in the beginning. You know, the truth of the matter is I don't do it for the motherfuckers that are stupid. I do it for the people who are actually going out and doing shit. Right. And like, that's why we're opening the academy because I want to offer them a resource so that they can go out and dude, you know what Dan's, re- Dan's reply to me was today? I fucking read it because it was good and it was true. And this is what he said to me. And this is why Dan Fleischman is probably my best friend in the fucking world. Okay. He goes, he go, and this is, it. I'm reading this off of my phone. He go, cause I said, and this is what I said. I said, dude, I swear, I think I should just quit all this social media shit and podcast and focus on my companies. It makes me fucking hate people. And he goes, bro, you hate slash get frustrated with a small subset of people, but you're inspiring, motivating, and reality checking and improving the lives of millions of people, which causes a butterfly effect to improve tens of millions of lives because of those millions of lives that are better versions of themselves because of you. 100%. And you know what, dude, I forget that. You know what I mean? I tend to get caught up with the fucking retards that that really, they're never going to be shit. You know what I mean? Right. So, you know, guys who are loyal to the podcast and and dude, I love you guys. You know, don't fucking message me and be like, oh, Andy, you're going to quit. Look, man, I don't fucking quit anything. You know what I'm saying? Well, but like, I just get, I just like anybody else. I'm human and I get fucking frustrated. Absolutely. Well, along with what Dan said, I haven't showed it to you yet, but we got a great email from a guy who, and I apologize if you recognize that I'm talking about you, I just don't know your name and I haven't, I can't reference it right now, but he was basically saying that he's in some sort of farm feed seed production business or whatever. He literally says, this isn't my interpretation. His literally says that after listening to the MFCO project, he increased his sales by 30%. Um, Dude, I get that I, shit every day. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, uh, and, and you're right. Dude, I it get is, that shit every day. It is day. one of several emails, but that's day. the stuff that reminds Bro, you it's worth it. Bro, I get it so much, that, and this, is, this is sounds fucked up, but I get it so much that I almost feel like people are lying about it. Yeah. You know what I'm no, saying? I hear you. Like, I'm like, dude, you don't have to fluff my nuts, bro. Like, you know, I... Yes, you do. Uh, well, you do. That's part of your fucking job, bro. So I have a really, you know, like, amazing question. People that's are gonna... always like, why you got that suspect dude around you all the time? And I'm like, well, man, my nuts fluffed. And I'm good at it. That's right. <laughs> he recognizes a strength. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm going to ask dude, a question. Dude, how about that meeting last night? Was that not fucking fun as shit? 
It was nice to get back to the old ways. Dude, it was, man. Like, I'm, like... It just changed the setting and so fucking... So, we've been on a, our, our retail stores, and I'm just being transparent, we've been on a fucking slide culture-wise for a while, you know? We've, uh, we've struggled with it, and we have so many new guys that don't understand that 2%, right? And, dude, the last month, man, we had a meeting. It was fucking great. Like, I sat down in a meeting and said, look... I don't care whose fault it is. I don't care what you guys did. I don't care what you've been doing, but you're missing the 2%. And, and I went through everything. Like, I went into teacher mode, got me back in the fucking game. You know, like, I love that shit. That like, is dude, awesome. I love getting my hands dirty in my business. Like, I don't like being the fucking quote-unquote CEO. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I like being a fucking operator of business. And, um, dude, to see these guys go out in, like, in like 15 days – their numbers went fucking insane because they changed little bitty things, that 2%. And, dude, to see their faces last night, we had our monthly meeting. Uh, to Dude, the best part about it was seeing the fucking confidence that they had. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're having fun. Dude, they're fucking growing. And, like, dude, the money, the money shit, yeah, that, that's cool. I don't fucking care about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, I've made so much money, I don't have to fucking work another day in my life. That's the fucking truth. I could never work another day and live exactly as I'm living. Exactly as I'm living for the rest of my life. Yeah. But, dude, to see those fucking kids' faces and the confidence that that, that, that they earned, like, that's that's what this is fucking about. You know what I'm saying? It's about, it's about creating successful people man it's about creating careers and like dude last night like we went back to our so like we have this thing here like if you win our meetings are out at a bar and we fucking buy dinner for everybody and drinks and all that shit after the meeting and everybody hangs out if we lose we don't do that that was the first time we've been able to do that in almost two fucking years you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying and it was fucking cool it was just cool to see like it, awesome. it was cool to see these dudes who have been grinding and fucking swinging that dull axe against the tree over and over and over again to see them fucking like believe and like get it and have it click. I mean, dude, it's just it's not something that I can like explain how it made me feel. Well, I mean, but- going going to what your main point was last night, like don't fucking like follow the plan. You don't have to change it. You know? well, yeah, but dude, the, the thing is, is like, like I said, you know, when people's acts is dull, you have to be aware enough to know, like you can't, and I would encourage all you guys who are employees right now with your another company and you're struggling with something that they're telling you to do. Don't just fucking go like this, dude. I, Cause remember last night I asked everybody this. I said six months ago, if I said, are you doing everything you can? Are you <laughs> doing it the way I say, would you have said yes? And they all were like, Yes. And I said, all right, looking back, were you doing it the proper way? And they're all like, no. And you know what? I'm thankful I have a lot of fucking honest people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That 2% makes the biggest difference, man. And like, I don't know, dude. Like, I'm kind of riding that high off of those guys just no, because like, that- dude, that's what I love about this. About Dude, First Form's cool, man. Like, the guys here, they do a great job. My brother does a great job running it. And I love it. I love seeing people impacted. I love seeing the, the the thousands of reps that we have earn a living. I love that shit. But there's something about brick and mortar retail that I'll always love. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, especially now, you know, when you're winning in brick and mortar. when Against brick and- Amazon and everybody yeah, else. Yeah. Like, dude, pe- people are going to hear what I said and they think we're losing. It's not that we're losing. We're just not fucking crushing it, like, as fast as we were. Right. You know, I have high... St- but, this, dude, to be crushing it like we are... 
against like what you're saying is that's something, dude. But that perfectly leads into the mind-blowing question that I was going to ask you, which is this. You talked about working with your team, how you mitigate, how you organize them so that they deal with weaknesses. But we were talking basically about weaknesses of of function, like not being able to do certain things, um, you know, not being able to perform certain tasks to to the level that you wanted to perform. But what about because you mentioned this, you said you thought it was awesome when you when they were confident and they were but what about how you handle somebody who has what you might call like a psychological weakness or a or a or a mental weakness. Like and I know you said, man, you said a lot of times that you don't like to hold people's hands and you yourself don't need motivation, but facts are facts. Young guys, especially young guys who or young women Especially, especially those who don't I grow up with dads. How do you build? Dude, I how do you make up night. for this weakness? I covered this last night in our meeting. All right. So one of the things our retail guys have to do is they have to go out and get to know their community. All right. If you have ever heard the story about how I built supplement superstores, I went around and got to know the community. I went out. I you know I I introduced myself. I did this. I did that. Brought them t-shirts, shaker cups samples of products, whatever I had to do to fucking do that. And, um, and we still require that to this day. And for somebody who was brought up on Nintendo and video games and never had a fucking parent figure that was in sales, that concept to them is fucking terrifying. Right. It's terrifying. And you know, what's funny is that that concept of approaching people is what holds most people. I would say it's the number one thing that holds most people to a mediocre existence. They are fucking terrified of talking to somebody in the grocery store or approaching that girl or asking their boss for that raise or being direct when they're in a management situation. It's fucking terrifying. Okay, so I addressed this last night at the meeting and I, I, I and you know what you have to do with people like that? You've, you, you have to take them with you when you do it. Okay, and you gotta make it fun. And you've gotta show them. There's nothing to be afraid of. These are humans too. This, that, and the other, right? And you show them a few, a few times and let them take the lead. And dude, these guys do great. It's just nobody ever fucking showed them. You right. know what I mean? And like, think about that, dude. That's terrifying to someone. You know what I mean? Like, it sounds stupid, right? Like, maybe it doesn't sound stupid to you guys. But to me, like, I get up and speak in front of thousands of people. I don't fucking, I don't think anything of it. Like, I don't give a shit if they like me or don't like me. My goal is to teach some shit. If I teach some shit, I feel good about it. If I don't, I'm critical of myself and that's it. You know, I don't need validation, but like, dude, when you're 20 years old or 22 or 25 and you've never been able to do that, you've got to also point out that they're building a skill, right? It's not just like, Hey, so you've got to tie a bigger picture to it. Like, Hey bro, look, yes, you have to do this and we're going to teach you how to do this, but you have to understand that it's going to make your entire life easier. It's going to teach you how to interact with people. It's going to teach you how to interact with, uh, with people of the opposite sex. It's going to, or the same sex, whatever the fuck you're into. Right, Tyler? Yeah, right. But <laughs> you know, the, the thing is, is like, it's going to, te- it's think of if, if you could figure out how to be uncomfortable on somebody else's turf, think of how comfortable you're going to be on your turf. Right. And you have to show these people that it's just like anything else, like a skill. And uh, yeah, you're going to have to hold their hand. And some people are still going to struggle, but I have yet to find someone I've yet to find someone who had the will to improve that wasn't able to master that skill. It's the people who just refuse to fucking come, come their half of the way. 
100%. Right. And, and I would also add that just as Dan said, that there's that particular subset of people that unfortunately is just the, the dirt bags and the people yeah. that get all your attention. The reality is, is that you come to understand in life that that there is a particular subset of people that they are mean and they are jerks and they are going to treat you like crap, but really the vast majority of people out there are good people. Dude, yeah. And if I, was, you engage I don't know them, who I was talking about. engage you back. Who was I talking about? With I mean, this? it's just, the, and I think we. Dude, we, I was talking to somebody about this, like one of our social media or one of our athletes or something or our influencers about, dude, I've never, ever, ever in my life, ever, not once, seen something on social media and fucking then like, left a negative comment. Never, it's never happened. I haven't. I haven't either. I don't, I, I, you know, I just fuck keep scrolling. And if they keep making dumb statuses, I don't agree with Guess what? I unfollow them. It, it takes a special kind of weirdo to fucking think that they can insert their opinion into your fucking shit. You know what I mean? And like, dude, what happens is the more success you get, the more relevant you get, the more following you get, the more people are going to try to bring you. They're going to. It's like that game where the monkeys pop out of the fucking game and you hit them with that big ass hammer. You weasel, know, huh? <laughs> it's a weasel. What, is that pop goes a weasel? weasel. Yeah, yeah. Right, that yeah. game. You know, and the tickets come out. You know, like that's what it is. Like you get too yeah. high, and you know, people got to feel like it's their re- responsibility to check you. Yeah. You know, and and dude, that never changes. Like, no. I've dated girls before who like. You know, they would fight with me on dumb shit, and then, you know, I'm very logical, so I would talk, 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 talk through the the shit, and eventually they would say, well, you know what? Nobody tells you the truth. I'm the only one that tells you the truth, (laughs) and that's their reasoning for saying the opposite of what you said, Like, and that's what people think. Everybody, because you're having success, everybody's kissing this guy's ass. Everybody's kissing this girl's ass. I'm going to take it upon me to let them know they're real. Trust me, motherfucker. I know where I fucking stand. I don't think I'm great at all. You know what I mean? Plus, as you pointed out, most of the time when you're successful, you gravitate toward other people who are successful. And 90% of the time, other people who are successful are very strong, uh, have very strong opinions and will assert their will. So it's you start getting around those people and you say your opinion. It's not like everybody, it's not like all of your uh, colleagues and people that you hang out with are going to go, oh, yes, Andy, that's right. We totally agree. They're going to challenge you. I mean, people like, you know, people like Ed and people like Dan, people, other, other successful people, they're not going to be yes men. You're going to have to defend your position. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. Um, actually, something that I thought about just popped into my head when you were talking, but do you remember like a, one or two years ago, I, I posted something politically on Facebook and you actually, instead of responding, you actually texted me and said, hey, dude, I didn't want to respond on, on Facebook because that's just not the place to do it. But it, it was a nice engagement, yeah. but it was like off the grid. I don't know yeah. if you remember doing that. But, yeah, was I during do. it. but I mean, it's, I it'd be nice that. if more if I, people... If I follow no, someone, but that's appropriate. Yeah, that's, if I follow that's, someone, I disagree, or I think they're out of line, or I yeah. think I could, could... I don't ever try but to... I wish a, more people would do that. But I don't that. try to attack. No, no, no. You know no, what no. I'm saying? Like, it wasn't attack. Dude, for example, I said this before. Emily Sears, who she's like super strong feminist, super big liberal, like super, super left. You know, basically everything she posts is the opposite of shit that I believe. Mm -hmm. And, dude, we have a great relationship because every time she posts something that I disagree with, like, that I strongly disagree with, you know what I do? I fucking text her and I say, hey, here's about this post. Let me me lay this out from the other side. What do you think? You know what? Instead of saying, oh, you're fucking wrong. You're this, that. Or calling them names and shit. And then you know what? You know what she does? She's she's like, you know, I can see that side of it. You know what I mean? And we're able to have, like... 
a reasonable conversation. Dude, I think she's the only fucking person that I've that I've been able to really have that sort of relationship. Even though we disagree on most shit when it comes to social stuff, we respect each other's opinions. And and we don't attack. You know what I mean? And people are so quick to want to win. Like, I gotta win because everybody's watching on Facebook and this is my fucking right. this is my day. I'm gonna win. And like, dude, you lose out on so much learning because the truth of it is is that people do have different perspectives as you. People did grow up in different places than you. People believe different shit than you. They've had different experiences than you. And if you're if you're trying to win every conversation because you want to win, dude, think about what you're losing out on learning. Right. Absolutely. That's probably the, one of the very few uh, areas of life where winning at all costs is probably not a good idea because you're not going to learn. You're not going to get better. Um, so to recap, just backing up here a little bit. Basically, what you're saying is that on the issue of weaknesses, when you when you think about your weaknesses and how to manage them, you have to divide them up into uh, flesh wounds, the weaknesses that are just annoyance, things that you can delegate, eliminate, automate, get rid of, um, or the the other option is is ones that are mortal wounds, which are you know things that if you don't deal with, are going to lead to the death of your lifestyle and, or your business, especially your business, and so. Uh, just kind of reminding people about that. Those are the two categories, and then of course the way to to way the way to get to the root of of the uh, mortal. I want to say mortal sins because I'm Catholic, but the mortal wounds are to you know constantly ask yourself questions, diagnose, get to the heart of it. Start with Take, yourself. Start with yourself. Yeah, and then just arrange and 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 I'm trying to think how I would summarize what you said about about your uh, your guys and how you how you you know basically mitigate. Um, their weaknesses. I think you said, you know, just be aware of them, be watching them, be invested in them, care about them, impute good motives, assume that they want to win just as much as you do. That, I think that's you a, know, I think that's a big deal. I think a lot of people who are in business will look at people who work for them and think, dude, the, those people like they have a superiority to them. Like I want to win, but they're all fucking lazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, yeah. it's just not true. Yeah. Everybody wants to win. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The only other thing I would say, I, I thought. Uh, dawned on me a few minutes as you were talking is when you were talking about the issue of um, realizing that not looking at an accounting statement was a was something that was like a mortal wound. It's also true that things will things will be mortal wounds or flesh wounds depending on the 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 where your company is at because that that was a mortal wound early on. But don't you think Fuck now? No, the, it's the same now. Oh, it's, is it the Fuck same yeah, now, dude? It's but nothing's changed, man. Nothing's just changed the fucking checks issue? get bigger. Okay. And in fact, I would say it's more critical now because okay. the checks are so big. You know, dude, when we write a PO, it's seven figures. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That shit fucking bury you quick. But do you think there are situations where you could have something that used to be a mortal wound, but once you get bigger and you have more people surrounding well, you yeah, with different skills? Well, yeah, that's the goal, right? The goal right. is to get people coached up so that they can help you understand what's going on and you can communicate in a way to where these things aren't that big of a deal anymore. And you'll, you you got to be willing to invest yourself, too. Right. Like, you might not need to know how to fucking code, but you should know the basics. You know, I'm not saying the basics of how to code, but you should know things like what language are they writing in, what platform are they using, you know, how how long does it take to do this or that? These things that can help you like manage the projects that come mm. come up. You know what I mean? And um, you know, it, it, at the end of the day, man, a big part of it is trust too, right? You've got to have people around you that you trust, right? And to get trust, you got to give trust, and that's something a lot of people won't do either, right? You know. So last question: uh, We've had a lot of people like when you've shared 
you know, so, you know, like struggling with depression and that your history and you talked about like having the tumor and that sort right. of thing. People are so, I, I don't want to use the word energized, but it really helps them. Like it really, really helps them. Like when you share that weakness and you talk about that, it really helps them. And that, that, that's something that applies to kind of living life. But what's your, what's your opinion about it? a CEO or someone in position of leadership sharing weakness in the sense of maybe just being honest and saying, guys, I'm kind of depressed at where things are at with our business right now. Is well, that? I'll answer it with a question. Do you want your people to respect you or not? Yes. Okay. Well, if you want your people to respect you, you they're going to see your weaknesses regardless. So you might as well fucking own them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you make a mistake, you fucking, it's your mistake. You know what I mean? If they make yeah. a mistake, guess whose mistake it is? yours yeah right that's leadership and i guess you know the reason i share things that i probably shouldn't i probably don't have to on this podcast in regards to things i've been through is it goes back to what i said at the beginning of the podcast we have so many fake motherfuckers out there that are telling that are they act like they're superheroes and they act like they're fucking impenetrable and this that and the other that like you know it makes people feel like shit yeah, and, and they and they they might have something, you know. Maybe it's not depression. Maybe it's something else. But they feel, you know, like they because they have this, they can't do what they need to do. And um, you know, I think these these super fucking bigger than bigger than uh, larger than Earth characters are people who are contributing to that problem more and more. You know, they make it seem like they're the only ones. Like, dude, I can't tell you how many times videos and fucking shit that I see from other people. And it starts out with like, I'm successful because blah, blah, blah. I'm successful because of blah, blah, blah. When I think about my success. Dude, have you ever watched Steve Young fucking call a football game? Uh, no. You mean of the 49ers? Yeah. No. It's the worst fucking thing ever. Because right? every fucking thing that he says is this. Well, back when I was playing, oh, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Dude, people, it's so annoying. Yeah. I don't even think he does it. I don't Bill think Walton he, used to do that. I don't think he knows that he fucking does it. It's yeah. so fucking annoying. Yeah. Back in my day, blah, 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 blah. That's the equivalent of what a lot of these entrepreneurs are doing. They yep. just use their platform, talk about how great they are and how they're so much better than everybody else. And, and you know what? It's just not the fucking truth. All these motherfuckers put their pants on one leg at a time just like you. They all have their issues. They all have their shortcomings. They all have things that they need to work on and fix. Nobody out there is a superhuman, okay? And I think that, you know, by me communicating that, um, it helps people versus versus them thinking that, you know, uh, I'm some kind of fucking special talent. You know what I'm saying? Right. Makes total sense. Right. Makes total sense. Hey, guys, if you have not checked out uh, the Frisella Files or if you've never watched the Frisella Files, uh, you're not going to be able to, able to unless you're signed up on our email list and you can uh, sign up on the mfco.com forward slash sign up. And uh, yeah, every every week we're sending you a new thing called the Frisella Files, which is kind of it's exclusive content that a- Andy's sharing that we literally will not share anywhere else. So if you want to get it, you have to you have to get it straight to your inbox. We also uh, are going to release notifications on a regular basis about what new Frisella Factor um, episodes, and then the uh, Frisella Files have an expiration date too, right? Like yeah, 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 yeah. Good point. So the way that we have it for the Frisella Files is we get it. Uh, we try to send it out Monday. It's not always Monday, but generally it's Monday. And uh, you get it. You got to watch it right away because it expires in 24 hours. And it's good content. And like I said, we're not going to post it anywhere else. So if you want it, if you want to benefit from it, you gotta you gotta sign up for the uh, for the emails right to your inbox. And then, like I said, there's also some 
very, very critical information about things that we're planning coming up here in the next month or two, uh, having to do with Those the Those people are always going to have first access to any yeah, of the news. They're gonna you have, know, like, yeah. I, like you guys are asking, when's this, when's that, when's this, when's this? You're going to find out through email first. Yeah. Yeah, so. definitely. So that's all I wanted to say. Yeah. And guys, don't forget about the two minute drill, man. A lot of you guys are fucking slacking. You're giving up, you know, like, dude, living a hundred to nothing is not a fucking hashtag. It's a fucking movement. Okay. And while you may not win a shirt, if you're doing it just to win a shirt, you're doing it for the wrong fucking reasons. Let people know what the fuck you stand for. All right. Thanks guys. We'll talk to you soon.